0: Wow, the 14th. I'm not even sure if I typed it in right in the title. I might have said it's 13th. I'm gonna have to look at that. Anyways, uh, this is your daily financial news. This is a news show that you can count on happening at 7.30 uh, every day. It is something I enjoy doing. It's frankly something I've been doing for the last 25 or 30 years. I just take a bunch of notes now and share them with you. Uh, it is Friday, but before we get into the news, let's congratulate some folks in the One Rental at a Time family for doing the work getting a deal and closing it. First off, Suhas, congratulations, your card goes out today. Tina, congratulations. And then Sean, you get three because you closed three deals uh, in the last six months. So here you go. Sean, you will get three of these folks. What these are, this is my way of tracking the impact of one rental at a time. The book, the YouTube channel, Instagram, Courses, Facebook group, all of these things that I do every day, seven days a week. I'm trying to figure out how I am helping. I have a goal of helping a million people close on a deal. It is a lifetime goal. I am not confused. It may take a decade, it may take two, but I know we can do it together. And what I will be doing is I will be sending out these cards every time somebody lets me know they get a deal. And you got to give me your address. It's kind of the deal, right? If you want one of these, please do that. And then if you get one, please take a selfie. Tag me on Instagram, Facebook. Let's get other people understanding what we are doing at One Rental at a Time because it is clearly changing lives. Weekly, I am blessed to say that you reach out to me with direct and private messages saying how One Rental at a Time helped. Maybe it helped you get off the sidelines and and start practicing. Maybe you don't have a deal yet, but you know it is possible. That is what the book is for. Maybe you are in the course and you are focused and you're doing your daily disciplines and you're getting it now. You'll understand what it's average, where your network is, all of those important things. So I just want to congratulate everyone for doing the work. I know know focus and daily discipline is not sexy, but it works. So let's get on to the news of the day because there is a lot of it and a lot of it we were right about. Where should we start? Well, let's start with bank earnings. Bank earnings are going to be interesting. They are typically the first things to come out. This morning, we got Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and J.P. Morgan. Uh, J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan's interesting. This is one to pay attention to. I would argue that J.P. Morgan is the, I don't know, top-notch, best bank, whatever that is to you. I'm sure it could be argued if you want. I'm not interested in the argument. But again, J.P. Morgan's CFO. Basically, came out and said, Yes, we beat top line, we beat bottom line. Yes, we did have another large loan loss reversal. Again, we called this on this channel nine quarters ago. I told you this is an accounting game. They are going to over reserve and then peel it back later quarters. It is happening right now. It happened last quarter. This is a game, folks. But here's the deal JP Morgan has an internal goal of 17% return on capital, right? That's what they target. Their CFO just came out and said, in this environment, which we will get to in a minute, in this environment, we are likely to miss that target for up to two years. That's eight quarters. This is JP Morgan, arguably the best bank, saying the next two years, kinda dicey. Now, what does that mean? First, inflation is real. We talked about this yesterday wage inflation jp morgan is not paying people minimum wage let's be clear about that there's a lot of chatter out there about all this wage inflation is at the bottom rung as i told you repeatedly that's where it starts we raise the water raises all tides but it starts with the folks at the lowest level think about a boat in the water if the water's going up the ones at the bottom or the lowest or whatever it's called in nautical terms rises first. But this wage inflation, this likely five to 10 years of wage inflation will be felt by everyone. And I said it confidently six months ago because I've lived through it. I've lived through an environment where we were begging college graduates to take an interview. I was uh, working in an environment where we were begging sales reps to take jobs that paid six figures. I know what's coming. And now it is here. And now JP Morgan is telling you, watch out. And this wage inflation is everywhere. If JP Morgan is telling you it's happening on Wall Street, you can bet it's happening in tech, it's happening in uh, autos, it's happening everywhere. The other thing, so again, wage inflation, they also said that expenses are expected to be up 8%. That's not all wages, that's everything else. And then they expect um, you know, the profit margin uh, and loan growth not to be as robust as before. So all in all, JP Morgan CFO saying, not a rosy picture. And if it's not a rosy picture for JP Morgan, I wonder what that means for the rest of us. Next up, Citigroup, beat on revenue, uh, missed on profits, 26% drop in profits. Remember, folks, what did Citigroup do last, last quarter? A huge loan loss reversal. You can't bite the apple twice, that is already done big big profit drop. So again, there are headwinds for the banks. They are warning you, telling you it's coming. I was shocked that JP Morgan gave two year up to 2 years. That does that I've not felt good about next year and this is just more validation. It's yeah. It's going to be interesting. Don't know if you heard this, but the Supreme Court once a, once again blocks uh, a mandate uh, this one is a vaccine mandate for large employees, companies over hundred people. Uh, there was a vaccine or testing mandate uh, issued by the Biden administration. I told you, um, when was that? Nine months, 12 months ago, that this was likely unconstitutional, just like the eviction moratorium. Uh, it is on record. I love the fact that YouTube videos are saved, so it is on record. I also said in that video, just like the eviction moratorium, this could take up to a year to get to the Supreme Court. And guess what? Did it again. We were right again. Uh, I find it interesting that the president of the United States has now done twice something that I suspect if he had true serum, he would know was illegal and unconstitutional. But he also knew that our legal system is slow. So I think he on purpose did some things that he at least felt were unconstitutional to buy a year to 14 months not sure how i feel about that kind of using the system to buy time not sure i like that but it is what it is uh what else is going on oh mortgage rates highest since march of 2020 again this is not going to be something new they are going higher uh i expect as i've said before Uh, If you're a real estate agent, you're likely going to see this spike in interest rates pull off some demand. So it is very unfortunate time. We have record low inventory. We're likely to see a jump in demand, at least in the short term. I think six to eight weeks. Uh, That just means, um, yeah, it's even less inventory. It's, It's a wild environment. Retail sales. Retail sales for the month of December disappoint. This just tells me that my call that Q1 is going to be slow is feeling pretty, pretty good. For the quarter, they were great because people bought early, just like we told you on this channel. We were telling you, hey, empty shelves, Christmas is going to be over, you can't get your kids presents, blah, 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 buy early. We did. And then December came and uh, we didn't have any more money. We were all shopped out and even online just to show you how bad it was, online sales were down 8.7% month on month. Folks, this is inflation. This is stagflation. What we are entering seemingly for the first six months of next year, or not next year, shoot, we're in January. This year is an environment of stagflation, low growth, falling growth, rising inflation. It is not fun. Uh, when inflation rises, people shop less because they have to pay more on gas, on rent, on these things that are important. I told you this was coming and it is here. Uh, it does not feel good to say, but uh, we've got to get through it. Uh, if we don't pay the price now, the pain will be paid later with interest. Um, I hope you were listening. Uh, next up, uh, on the real deal, uh, again, it's a site that is very real estate focused, really big commercial stuff focused saw that there was a Miami-based investment fund who bought a building in, I I may mispronounce this, Hillilea. I actually don't know where that is. But anyways, the story is they bought the building and they are raising rents 50 to 65%. This is a 200-unit building where rents are going up 50 to 65%. Apparently the old owner was drastically under market. Uh, they are raising rents and that just, yeah, that, uh, you're going to have a lot of turnover. You're likely going to have some, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy rent. That's crazy for the entire building, 50 to 65%. VC dollars in the Bay area fall 30%. Again, this is what I told you is coming. This is my great fear for the Bay area. We have now had two years of negative population growth. We have now seen the folks that can leave. That is not a good sign. Now, the money, the money that makes the Bay Area go, the Silicon Valley go, is going elsewhere. The Bay Area, Silicon Valley dollars are down 30%. Yeah, I think it's Helilea, Florida. Sorry, yeah, I should have said Florida. I'm not, I don't know how to say that. But anyways, thank you, Chester. Yes. Yeah, so again, VC dollars in the Bay Area are falling 30%. That means they are going somewhere else, like Austin, Nashville, Miami. Folks, the Bay Area could be in big trouble in four to five years. We continue to have population growth. The VC dollars that make the next generation of tech companies go don't show up. Problem, right? May not be a problem one or two years, but woo. yeah. California, you are unkind, you're overregulated. you have an administration that is uh, unfriendly, and people are going elsewhere that can. Now VC dollars that make the future happen are going somewhere else. I hope you're listening. Newsom, this is on you. Yeah, on him. Uh, profit for S&P 500 companies last year uh, rose 24, 22% in Q4 uh 50 on 2021 although of course as you know we're not really interested in last year we're thinking about this year earnings really start next week so i'll be looking for f- future uh statements looks like uh the ban on lawmakers from trading stocks is picking up steam which i'm very very happy about Nan- the fact that nancy pelosi can trade stocks and call it a free market is laughable uh I'm, I'm okay with them doing ETFs and index funds and all of that. I get it. They, generally speaking, are rich. Uh, but the fact that they can front run stocks, not okay. Not okay. If it's not okay for us to do. Why is it okay for you to do? I mean, the hypocrisy in that thinking is crazy. Uh, grocery stores, a lot of... I've actually went to a grocery store the other day for the first time in a while, and I was shocked at how... I don't want to call it empty... Let's call it bare. How bare the shelves were! It felt like I showed up after a Black Friday sale, and it's like just the leftovers are there. It was, it was kind of shocking. So I did some digging into grocery stores. What's going on? Again, they are expecting a four to six week kind of uh, difficulty because what they are seeing is their employees, generally speaking, are out sick at a disproportionate amount. They don't have the staff to backfill people that are sick Uh, on top of that, their workforce for delivery and truck drivers and all of that, same deal. Uh, And then their suppliers are the same deal. So there's a whole stack of uh, individuals and companies involved in getting something to the shelf that are very disconnected. This is what I told you was coming, right? Remember I said, airlines canceling flights. I want to know what's happening that we can't see a la grocery stores and now we are seeing it uh grocery stores are saying this this it could be this way and it could get worse over the next four to six weeks so let's see what's going on uh and then lastly i read articles from three wall street luminaries i'm not really sure that i feel great about any of them but first jeffrey gunlock refreshing recessionary pressures are building with inflation the fed is wildly behind the curve I have to say, I agree. And we've been talking about that for at least three months. Jeremy Siegel. Jeremy Siegel is interesting because historically he is a bull. He is the gentleman that is often credited with calling the Dow 20,000. And uh, he is like, guys, watch out. The Fed has to be more aggressive. To me, I'm talking about Jerome Powell continuing to be Paul Volcker, not just talking garbage like Greenspan. So we shall see. And then finally, kyle bass kyle bass not feeling great about the stock market if this is a big if if jerome powell sticks to his guns like volker or is he going to wilt at the first decline in the market and give wall street the the candy that it wants so again lots of stuff going on so i hope you're having a wonderful day today it's friday december 14th this is your daily financial news if you like this stuff like subscribe comment Let's have some fun together. Share these videos. We are going to help a million people together. I cannot do it alone. I might reach 10,000 people, but if we do it together, we can reach a million. Have a wonderful day. We should be speaking with Stephen Dow here in a few minutes. Uh, Then at 9 o'clock, Matt and I speak again, do the the wrap-up at 10 o'clock. and I have a really special guest at 10.30. It is someone I've spoken to, I think, twice before. He is huge on YouTube. I'm going to just leave it there, let you guys guess who it is. If you're have been, if you an OG of the channel, you might be able to guess. I think we've spoken twice, and I've been on his YouTube channel twice. So just so you know, it's not Meet Kevin because I've never been on Meet Kevin's channel. It is someone who's really big on YouTube. I've been on his channel, I think, twice. He's been on my channel twice. So let's see what you guys think. Who is it? Leave your guesses below. 1030, it'll probably be my 4 and 6 o'clock video. Bye-bye.